0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is the end of the 21st week after Pentecost. This week, we have been making our way through all of the readings that have been assigned for this coming weekend for the Festival of All Saints. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, A reading from Luke, chapter 20, beginning this morning at verse 27. Some Sadducees, those who say there is no resurrection, came to him and asked him a question. Teacher Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife but no children, the man shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first married a woman and died childless. Then the second... And the third married her, and so on in the same way all seven died childless. Finally the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will this woman be? For the seven had married her. Jesus said to them, Those who belong to this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy of a place in that age and in the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Indeed, they cannot die anymore because they are like angels and are children of God, being children of the resurrection. And the fact that the dead are raised, Moses himself showed in the story about the bush, where he speaks of the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is God not of the dead but of the living for to him all of them are alive The Sadducees who are the wealthy ruling party in Jerusalem present Jesus with a riddle that appears to be designed to discredit Jesus and at the same time put down all who believe in God's promise of resurrection from the dead They use a ridiculous scenario but it's based on a legitimate reading of Torah. By the way, that's usually how deceitful people operate, isn't it? They wrap their lying scheme or their little rhetorical trap in an outer shell of truth in order to confuse their opponents. How is Jesus supposed to answer a question based on this kind of riddle that's meant to exemplify a teaching that they've already rejected? The Sadducees don't care about the details of the answer. Neither do they believe in the resurrection. They care only about ridiculing Jesus. But we, all these years later, I think we really do care what Jesus has to say on the subject of the resurrection from the dead. Maybe because we ourselves are wondering whether we can trust God's promise, the promise of Scripture, the promise of Jesus. Is that really what we have to look forward to? The answer to these questions is yes, God and God's word are trustworthy, and we are going to have to be content with the promise, with faith and hope, and with the love of God that has been already shown to us in Jesus, that is already around us, has become ours in baptism, sustained us through the meal, joined us together with this family of God's people. We're going to have to be content with God's presence in the Holy Spirit with us here in this moment, simply because our waiting to see when God keeps God's word might extend far beyond these short lives of ours. Since it is not within our power, nor is it the end within our lifetime, our resurrection and salvation, lie in God's hands alone, But just as Jesus trusted in the Heavenly Father to raise him from the dead, we too have been taught and shown in Christ and through our baptism that we have seen in Jesus' death for us and his resurrection for us that God truly does assure us that God is entirely faithful and that as God promised, just as Jesus was raised from the dead, we too will be raised to live with Christ. And in this passage, we can also see and sense Jesus's unwavering confidence in God's love and faithfulness. The hope of resurrection and new life, however, is not just only a far-off hope. It is a promise that can guide our daily life too. This faith empowers us and inspires us in the same way that Jesus was inspired to act out God's love. Act out of love for the sake of God's peace and the coming of God's kingdom. This faith gives meaning to this everyday life and everyday work that we have because God has come to dwell here among us in the spirit that that begins right now the work of an eternal life in God's new kingdom. In Christ, we find this faith, and we find this hope, and it gives us joy to go forward and face this day. In Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church for the gift of relationships with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people and countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for people who live in areas that have been devastated by natural disasters, fire, floods, hurricanes, earthquakes, droughts, for all who are working to bring about peace and international harmony, for all who are working to to rebuild and, and help house and and care for people, for the sick, and for the mourning, for those who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.